Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. In season two of Hacks and Hobbies, we're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life who want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. In this episode, I get to speak with Ronan Leonard. He's a specialist in creating mastermind programs. Most self-employed professionals struggle to build their expertise into sustainable revenue and have the impact their skills warrant. And what's really amazing about speaking with Ronan, being a specialist in creating mastermind programs, I've had this thought of creating my own mastermind program or at least have a mastermind group call about three months ago. And it, it's just been that a thought. And I've, I've I contacted a few people. I'm like, hey, how about this? I'm trying to start this you know, business. I'm trying to start this video production company. I'm trying to try this podcast. And I'm sure there's other people that are in the same boat. So Ronan, I'm really honored to have you on the podcast. You are just a guy that we need to talk to, <laughs> to understand <laughs> and figure out how do we get started with the mastermind program? Because I'm sure there's a ton of moving pieces. You know, there's a lot of collaboration involved. People have different calendars, different, you know, um, things going on. Well, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. You know? uh, Janae, thanks for having me on board. I'm looking forward to, uh, to this discussion and see how it's going to take us and how, how we can help other people that are, that have those questions that we can answer as many as possible. And, and give them some guidance. Absolutely. So the the first thing, you know, so the reason that I hopped on, I mean, thinking about the mastermind, because I saw other people doing these mastermind programs. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And I, you have access to, you know, their mind and their group. But then when you see the group activity, you know, people are helping each other and building those bonds as well. And I was like, you know, I know a lot of people that are going through these struggles. Well, I'm, I'm at a certain point. I've done a lot of things that I can help people, other, other people with. And I'm sure other people have gone further from me or, you know, they're behind. So we can basically help each other out. So that was my initial thought. And before we jump into that conversation and, and get to figure out, okay, how do we do this mastermind group? I just want to know your version of your journey. How did you get started and how did you say, figure out that you're the specialist in helping creating mastermind programs? Well, throughout my life, I didn't really have a career. What I did know is what I didn't want to do. A lot of people get stuck in a job for a long, long time and go, I don't like this. Mm -hmm. What I did in my very late teens and early twenties, I think it was around about three or four jobs in a row. I looked around specifically one or two uh, and I said, look, if I'm here in 10 years time, just shoot me. This, this is not the job for me. <laughs> and I, I knew under a year. So rather than just sit there and, and look at these people who got bitter and twisted, I was like, I, I've got to leave. I've got to find and do something else. Yeah. So it was, okay, let's quit and figure it out. And you can do that when you're, you know, early twenties, you've got mm. no, most people got no financial responsibilities. They're, yeah. they're not really looking for the future, so it's, it was a, it was a reasonably easy thing to do. Having said that, a lot of people just just kind of stay and get stuck. 
So I did that, and then I got a job working on cruise ships. So uh, again, it was a little bit intentional. I, I traveled, and, and I met a friend of my mum's who worked for a cruise line, got this job on cruise ships. And then that started this journey of, of traveling the world. Yeah. But even in between that, I, I joined one ship I really didn't like, and, and the same thing happened. Some friends of mine said, hey, we're going to go and live in India for six months. We rented this house. Mm-hmm. So two days later, I got this postcard from them saying that, and I quit my job, and I, <laughs> I got a flight over to India. <laughs> so, so I had no career. I just knew I don't want to do this. Let's, let's figure something else out. Yeah. Uh, and then when I finally finished working on cruise ships, uh, settled down in Australia, met my wife on cruise ships, and, and again, I went back to an office job, and I, I did it for about 18 months, and I was really unhappy. Mm. So I said, right, I'm just going to put my life savings in, into starting a business. I had no business plan. I had never run a business before. I'd never had any desire to run one. Yeah. I just had this strong burning ambition to go, what I have been doing is not what I want to do. So let me just try and figure that out. And it's a question of digging into that and, and doing that. So I started an, an events business I ran for over 13 years. And then I got into my very first mastermind. and. And again, I, I looked at the, the process of this. Do, do I enjoy that? This time, I actually spent six months. Okay, does this fit my personality? Does it fit my long-term ambition? Does it fit really what I want to do? And when I ticked all those boxes and said, yes, it does, I said, okay, this is, this is what I do. I'm 100% into this. And I sold my other business to concentrate purely on masterminds. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got there. Very circuitous route around the world to to finally get to to where I, I i'm much more aligned to my purpose no i totally love it because you know the one of the fast the most fascinating things that i got to hear was you worked on cruise ships and what immediately sparked in my head was i knew uh, i had read an article somewhere where this lady this um you know she she's gonna she's gonna retire and she's like, you know what? Instead of going and living in a, in a retirement home, I'm going to live on cruise ships because it's cheaper to be on cruise ships than to be in a retirement home. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that is fascinating. Now she gets to travel the entire world while she's retiring. She doesn't have to worry about you know, being in a retirement home and, and worrying about if somebody's going to come see her, you know, having all those expectations. So that's really fascinating. I mean, being able to work on cruise ships and my wife and I have been talking about going on the cruise because we've been, we've never been on a cruise ship before. And um, I'm sure it's exciting for the seven to five to seven days that you're on there. Right. But how has that experience shaped your current I mean, because I, I believe that every experience that you have, you know, has a part into making the person who you are. Oh, 100%. I, I teach this uh, section from this guy called Ken Wilber, which is Integral Business. And there's, there's four quadrants to your life. There's your internal, there's your external part, there's the culture you're born, brought up in, and then there's the the government structure, and all those four things make up how you see the world, how you react to it, what you think about something. So every time yeah, you've had some kind of experience at childhood or um, even as you grow older, all of those things shape your beliefs. So we've all had people say, well, I could never work on a cruise ship. 
Okay, yeah. well, if you believe that, then that's true. But alternatively, you believe, well, one day I'm going to have this, this dream job, I'm going to work towards that, then far more likely to happen. It won't always happen, but if you set that intentionality around that, then it will. So absolutely, our beliefs shape, shape us. And we're so good at seeing other people's faults. You stand there mm-hmm. and someone says, well, I could never do that. You go, well, that's just a limiting belief. Yeah. And then we'll say it ourselves. We go, oh, that, that's not for me. I could never do that. So we're great at recognizing in other people uh, and easily spotting their, their limiting beliefs, their, their, their negativity or, or the fact that what they believe, we believe to be incorrect. But we're not particularly good at spotting it ourselves. <laughs> that's absolutely true. And, and that's one of the reasons the song, the song Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson makes so much sense. We are not able to see other people or our own faults because we are always outward looking. But anytime you put a mirror in front of you, well, now you can fix that problem that you have yourself. And a lot of times, even looking in the mirror, you can't see what's inside of you. And that's where people will go and talk to other people about what's in their what's in their heads and what's in their minds. Really, yeah, really so- good point. Self-awareness is one of the greatest skills you, you need to have as a small business owner because mm-hmm. the, the, the huge difference between working in corporate and working for the man or whatever you want to call it versus working for yourself is that the, prince, the Peter principle still applies. So we've all worked in organizations where you go, how did that idiot get to be a manager, right? They just promote people to their level of incompetence. Mm-hmm. They've been there long enough, you know, you've got to do your time and eventually what happens that that Peter principle is that you've been promoted to a level where you're just not suited. So you're great at the lower level, but you're a terrible manager, whatever that is. So then running a business, not only do you have to be really good at normally that technical skill. So a great example would be a tradesperson. You're a great electrician. You go, I'm sick of working for this guy. I'm now going to be my own boss. Mm -hmm. So not only do you need to do all the electrical work, but you're going to do the invoicing, the marketing, the quoting, all those other things that might not be your core competency. Um, so when you change to, to uh, running your own business, you've got to be far more self-aware of those things that you just don't like that are holding you back and say, you know what, my ego is not going to get the better of me. Let me hire someone else. Let me speak to someone else. And this yeah. is where coaches and masterminds and, and mentors, and all those things come in to allow you to, to let go of the ego and, and uh, you know, show that mirror to you. Say, look, you're saying this, you're not showing up in this respect. You're not doing this. Why is that? Is it uncomfortable for you? Is it because you don't understand it? You don't want to do it? Uh, all of those things, that's where the, the, the really great businessmen and entrepreneurs come in because they know that they can't figure it all out themselves so they get the help that they need. Nice. Really, really cool. You're absolutely right. Um, self-awareness. And I think that's one of the things that we've heard, what's his name? Gary Vaynerchuk talk about self-awareness. Know who you are yourself before you go out and, and figure out. All right. Hmm. That's awesome. I love it. All right. So, on to the topic of mastermind programs. So you started your business and you said, okay, I can help. And that, that came through because you attended a mastermind program yourself. And you're like, wow, this is really 
something that you can help other people see. So walk us a little, a little, little bit on what it takes or, or, or what it does. Sure. Well, the, the backstory for that, when I said I spent that six months thinking about it, I told you I worked on cruise ships. What I didn't say was one of the very first cruise ships I worked on sunk off the coast of South Africa in oh. this huge storm. I was there. So all the, at the time I went to the gift shop on the lowest paid people uh, on the ship and all the senior officers and crew abandoned their fate and didn't follow the procedures. Mm-hmm. So without sort of having any of the training, I, I helped me and, and some other of the staff predominantly. So it wasn't the crew, it wasn't the, the, the chief engineer, the staff captain, the chief radio officer. They all abandoned their positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was myself and the, the cruise director and and the, the magician and the, the band leader helped helped people into lifeboats and then into helicopters uh, yeah. to, to rescue us off. So I know I've got this natural affinity to help people. I, I like, I actually genuinely like doing that. So that tied into my intrinsic um, values mm-hmm. and what I like to do. So that was the final, you know, green light for, yes, I'd love to be a mastermind. Yeah. So the, the, the concept around mastermind was coined by Napoleon Hill, which is book Think and Grow Rich, mm-hmm. which is 90 years old and still read today. Yeah. So he was sort of sponsored by Andrew Carnegie, one of the biggest, uh, wealthiest billionaires at the time, he, the equivalent of Bill Gates or mm-hmm. one of those guys. And he also noticed that all of the all of those people at the same time were in a mastermind. So Henry Ford, um, the the uh, the JD Rockefeller, the oil mm-hmm. magnate, and the the Wall Street guy JP Morgan, mm-hmm. all of them were in a mastermind. Yeah. So he coined the phrase as when two or more minds come together, they create this third better mind, a super mind, almost a mastermind. Yeah. And it's just this idea that uh, when you come together, you've got an idea and you ask something and someone says, oh, no, what about this? And you build on that. Because when you look at business today, all we are doing is really standing on the shoulder of giants. We're taking an idea and we're adding a bit more to it. Um, There are very, very few new ideas. They're just derivatives and and, an improvement on on what we do. Faster car. new internet, new features on something. So, so we're all sort of building on other people's ideas for, for, the, for the whole part, including the framework of, of what we operate in. Mm-hmm. So the idea of a mastermind group is to come together with other people and, and, and utilize their, their knowledge, their expertise, their experience, their beliefs, uh, anything that's happened in their experiences in their lives that, that shape them and give them that 100% unique perspective on things. Yeah. Uh, but also, it's, it's incredibly isolating running a small business. If you are just a one-man band, everything is in your own head. All your thoughts or your beliefs all kind of stuck there. Yeah. And it can be, first of all, very isolating, very lonely. And secondly, it can be exhausting trying to figure it all out yourself. Uh, and this That's day and funny. age, we've, we've kind of shifted in the last 20 years from information being quite scarce so you'd always pay for information yeah to it now being a commodity it's, it's everywhere yeah so um information has been commoditized and it's not particularly valuable but so what content isn't valuable but context is mm. um you've said yourself you know you're trying to figure out your own path uh, and i can't imagine how many blogs you've read how many podcasts you've listened to mm-hmm. how many other things you've read and all of those things going i've got all this information but how does that apply to me 
Yeah. So the ability to to work with other people in this tight knit community, also known as masterminds, to go. Mm. Hey, I'm working on this. What do you think? And someone says, oh, that'll be great. You could do this, this, and this. Oh, yeah, perfect. Uh, or oh, I try that. didn't work. Have you thought about this? Oh, no, I yeah. didn't know that. That's brilliant. So you, you help each other and support each other, and you add the one key thing that's missing, which is accountability. Mm. So you start your own business, and you go, oh, by the end of the year, I'm going to start a podcast, for example. Yeah. Uh, and then the group holds you to that. Oh, what progress have you made this week? Um, oh, yeah, I was stuck on this. And basically they call out your BS and they call out your, your procrastination mm-hmm. and they just really sort of support you and, and it comes back in spades. So that's the, the core essence of, of, of a true mastermind group. Nice. No, I, I totally, I totally agree. Um, having somebody accountable and we are as small business owners or uh, as entrepreneurs, I think those are two um, interchangeable terms, but being a one-man band is definitely much harder uh, to get to that next level or to even be able to scale. So now um, that's exactly the thought that I had when I was like, you know, what if we had, because I need help with copy. I need help with, um, you know, design or or coming up with ideas or, or, figuring out a marketing strategy or figuring out, okay, uh, you know, how can I find, get more guests or how can I be a guest on other podcasts? So running that through other people that are in the same boat or, you know, I was like, that's definitely going to help me get to that next level. And the advent of Facebook groups and what's funny is that Yahoo groups back in the days were so, Pro- prolific you could you can ask about anything and then even there's tons of communities like reddit communities and and forums around different topics that, that are ongoing and it's the same concept of that group conversation and helping each other out figuring out the solution to the problem that you're facing what i would say though is most of those groups are 2d information mm. um, so text is is 2d you miss yeah. You miss the back and forth of immediacy, like we're having yeah. this conversation now. You could say something, I respond instantly. Yeah. You also then get to ask follow-up questions, all those things. On a on a thread, it's it's a lot harder to disseminate that information. Is, Plus, yeah. these people don't really know you. So mm-hmm. they're giving advice, and, and and I've seen this a lot, where mm-hmm. they're giving advice from their own bias and beliefs and sometimes from their own ulter- ulterior motives. So yeah. a few years ago, a friend of mine wanted to start a business. So she posted this big Facebook group, you know, what, what uh, website should I use? So everyone came in with their own perspective of basically that's the, that's the code and the language they build in. So, of course, mm-hmm. they're going to say that's the best one. Yeah. Um, they didn't really even ask her business. So they didn't know enough about her to mm-hmm. give her a, a, a truly independent answer. They just, from their perspective, they said, oh, you should build in WordPress. Oh, yeah. by the way, I build WordPress websites. Mm, <laughs> so, exactly. So, I can help you do that. Yeah, I can help you do that. So, you know, they never even asked about a business. You know, what's, what's, what size of a business do you want? Is it going to be e-commerce? Do you want blah, blah, blah? None of mm, them. They just mm. went, hey, I can do that. You should build in this, in this thing. So, so the, the, the downside of those groups is that they don't truly know you and yeah. there's no follow-up. 
So they don't care whether you took their advice or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I said, you're you're just lacking that 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 human sort of connection of, yeah. of going deeper and and really opening up and and getting that support. So they're good to a point, uh, yes. but they they can't replace the, the true power of 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 these people that, mm-hmm. that know, like, and trust you, that really have your back, that support you, support yeah. each other. And, and I see the same thing on, so my preferred social media platform is LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Now LinkedIn is, if you're in B2B, it is the platform to be on. Yeah, You can talk to CEOs, you can talk to, uh, not necessarily Tim Ferriss, but uh, I've had conversations on there with Joe Polish, mm-hmm. uh, Dan Kennedy, um, Jamie Masters, some of the biggest entrepreneurs in the world uh, are there on LinkedIn having this conversation with them, partly because they come to LinkedIn late. And secondly, you've you've got to build up that engagement. Um, So once you start liking their posts and commenting, uh, I've then taken a lot of those discussions sort of offline and and built up uh, partnerships, all those kinds of things. So all of that happens. The the platform is just the first part to it. Mm -hmm. They, They don't... You don't really build trust from text back and forth. It's only when you speak to people that you really kind of build that 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 real personal connection and layer of this person is in my tribe, this person is in my network, I know this person now, and therefore um, that that is part of my my network. And and in future we can potentially do business. We can mm-hmm. refer somebody to somebody else, and we can we've really sort of built that connection. Nice, I love it. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm <clears throat> like I mentioned, I'm absolutely down to create a mastermind group and bring my people in. But again, so what are some of the because the, there's logistics also, right? You got to figure out okay, when is everybody going to talk on the phone, or if it's a in person one, we got to make sure everybody's calendars are in sync. So then we can figure out, okay, every Thursday at 10 a.m. we can meet for an hour, two hours and talk about all the problems and figure out what what we're doing next. It's almost like in an agile software development environment on a day to day, on every day in the morning, you're having your scrum meeting, figuring out, okay, where's the team going? What's what problems is somebody facing? Can how can the technical manager help? Uh, with facilitating of communicating with other teams and whatnot. So how does that part work and what systems in place do you uh, have recommendation for? Well, whoever is the, the mastermind organizer, mm. they pretty much set the the agenda, the rules, and what they expect. Mm-hmm. So what happens is that you, you kind of get what you tolerate. If, if you go, well, it doesn't really matter if you turn up. If you don't say at the start, well, if you don't turn up the next you know, two meetings in a row without a legitimate reason, like you're mm-hmm. on holiday, you're kicked yeah. out. Yeah. So you, you set your own community agenda and, and expectations, and then people know from the start, uh, th- this is it. Not really interested in your money. You make it a small amount to, to mm-hmm. run these groups. Say, look, it's, I'm going to charge you next to nothing. You're, you're paying for the community and the, and the, and the value. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not really that bothered about the money. That's just to give you some tiny bit of skin in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm more interested in the people that, that really uh, are genuinely committed, like helping other people, um, want to get plenty out of this, love supporting other people. 
And if that's a good fit for you, come and join. Yeah. If not, that's no, that's no problem. So I'm, I'm interested in, Janine, what, um, why were you, do you think you're unable to get your mastermind up and running? Uh, like you said, you know, we, we're, all, we're all doing what we love to do, right? And once we quit our jobs and now figure out, oh, I have to do all the accounting, I have to do all of this and now all of that, and you're like, all right, well, I don't. I really didn't really sign up for that, or I didn't really know what that was going to do. So it it also probably the amount of time that I have on a daily basis to dedicate my mind. You know, I'm I'm trying to figure out. Okay, I need, I need this out first. I need this out second. I need this out third. Figuring out the marketing. I'm 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 running like four different things at the same time. So maybe that's my problem. So it all came down to okay. I've got to isolate or I got to lock my days down on Monday. I'm doing all the mastermind activity on Tuesday. I'm doing all of the activity for my web development company. And then on, on Thursday, I'm recording all the podcasts on Wednesdays. I'm, I'm going out and shooting video. So I'm, I'm trying to get to that point where I have everything locked down for days. And with that, structure in place, build a strategy to see, okay, how can we move to the next step? And that's what, those, those are the, some of the things that I've been struggling with to get to that point and to be even, even able to uh, create the mastermind group or get started. Right. Okay. Uh, what I've, what I've found in, in, in my experience is that the, the mastermind group for some people, they don't understand the value proposition. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're looking to, to, to solve problems, what most people do is, you know, just like me, um, people are struggling to do this. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes if you say, you know, um, if you're feeling uh, isolated, frustrated, unproductive, come join this group and we will help you um, yeah. figure out what you need to do for the next six months. So. So make it quite um, uh, tangible in the results and, and a bit of a promise around what they're going to get. Yeah. And then that way people self-select, right? Oh, yeah, that's perfect for me. That's mm-hmm. what I want. Um, so potentially you might have been particularly clear in your, in your uh, expectations of yeah. what they're going to get out of it, which is the first thing, because we all do that, right? What's in it for me mm-hmm. <laughs> every single yeah. time? Yeah. This, this is human nature. What's in it for me? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get supported. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get my goals done. I'm going to get the kick up the butt I need. Whatever you decide of that framework, um, build that and give it a fairly strong value proposition. That, yeah. uh, they always talk about benefits, not features. Mm-hmm. Um, terrible in software. People go, I've got this feature, this feature. Yeah, but what's the benefit? Yeah. You're going to save two hours a week or you're going to, you're going to have someone that's going to hold you accountable that your, your goals will get met. Yeah. However, you want to structure that. And then obviously you've got to invite a lot of people because some people won't be a good fit. Some people can't make that time. So lock down the time. We're going to meet yeah. for, you know, 90 minutes every two weeks and, and then just sort of go out there and, and intentionally create it. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. And, and that's something I need to get a move on. So some of the things that, that are keeping me back and keeping me up at night well, I try to keep up straight up at night, but 
doesn't work too much because I've got a little baby to put to sleep and then <laughs> so tired during the day, you know. Um, so having that time and be, the ability to strategize and, and clear my mind and actually do the work that needs to be done um, to get that to the next level. Yeah. And, and what I have done, you know, I've, I've brought on some people to help me with other things that, that are repeatable. Like for example, um, maintaining a website content or editing podcast episodes or editing web pages and, 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 uh, or articles and, and copywriting and stuff like that. So those things I understand, okay, some things I can do on my own, other things I need help with because it's repeatable. I can tell, tell kind of thing that they can help me do almost like an, uh, you know, an, a virtual assistant or, or an executive assistant. I think it's the next level having, having an executive assistant. That's where I haven't got to yet. Yeah, well, I'd strongly suggest, you know, for a mastermind, you just lock it into your diary and it's just, mm. it just becomes like everything else or what, yeah. what you do. Um, yeah. Just over a year ago, I, I found this strategy of thinking time mm-hmm. because we're all guilty of this and myself, no more than myself, is that you're on this hamster wheel and you're busy doing stuff. Yeah. But what I realized is that thinking time allows you to really go deeper on the problem because the, the faster we process things, we just take almost the first thing that pops back into our head. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you go, well, I need more website traffic. The first thing you think of is, well, I need to write more articles. <laughs> um, but yep. then you sit down and say, okay, well, how do I get more traffic to my site? And you list kind of all of the ways. And if you mm-hmm. spend half an hour, an hour just on that problem, yeah. you potentially come up with all the things that you've heard over the last couple of years, other mm-hmm. ideas, other strategies, and eventually you'll find that that list is far better than if you just went, oh, I need more website traffic. What do I do? Write more blogs. So you go, okay, mm-hmm. well, what if I guest post? What if I um, did some something else uh, to, and you, you just list out as many as you can and you keep going and, and you keep on thinking just on that one problem yeah. until you go, actually, I've got four or five solutions here. The first one I thought of that if I didn't have the time, I went, okay, let's just write more articles isn't mm. the best one. I, I found two other better ideas. Yeah. No, so scheduling in, scheduling in those, the thinking time for me works really well. And really for the same for, for mastermind. If, if you're going to, if you're going to commit to that, you just schedule it in once a fortnight. Oh, it's Thursday morning for the next hour and a half. This is what, this is what I do every, every other Thursday. Yeah. No, that's a good point. I do need to set up a thinking time. So then I can focus on just thinking and not doing, because I think what, what I've been doing this past summer in this past week is just doing, 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 you know, go build, you know, I, I, I spent two weeks building a playset for my kids. Another two weeks I just spent on the yard because there's so many leaves coming down this time of year. <laughs> so I didn't have the right tools to get the job done. And I think I'm there at a point where I have the right tools. I just go out there, spend one hour on the yard and it's looking great. And I can come back inside and do the work and continue to do work. The other thing that's enabled me to do 
because I'm working with my hands, my mind is free to think. So there's been a lot of thoughts going in my head and coming through and then like, all right, I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. But again, being out there, I'm not able to write it down. So yeah, lots of, lots of things happen, but you've got some really good points. I need to have a thinking time spot in my, in my calendar. Yeah, I, I, only, I only read about that a year ago. So I've been yeah. using it for the, for the last year. And nice. uh, I'm going to be totally honest. I haven't got it all figured out. There's some yeah. stuff that I don't know. So um, I've been working with two different mentors in the mm -hmm. last 12 months. Yeah. Because uh, again, even the successful people have got their own bigger problems. How do mm -hmm. I scale to the next level? How do I go to the next level? Exactly. So um, let's be honest, nobody's got it all figured out. Um, what frustrates me online is that everyone thinks that um, Gary Vee and, and Grant Cardone and Tony Robbins have all the answers. Um, no. First of all, they're, they're really, um, you know, these following these gurus doesn't kind of get you anywhere for most no. part. No. Um, it's the people that are one step ahead of you, two steps ahead of you for, for the most part. They've just recently done what you want to do. So yeah, exactly. Connect, connect with them. Um, try and hang on to their coattails. Um, they're far more likely to have the bandwidth and the time to join your mastermind. Exactly. exactly. They they are still in touch with where you were twelve mm -hmm. months ago or, or two years ago. So they still got the empathy, and yeah. you know they. Let's be honest; they're not trying to trying to build this this massive empire, which which requires to have thousands of people come through their funnel and through their systems yeah uh, which is to me is incredibly impersonal mm -hmm. so um i encourage you know anybody listen to this that um sure these guys have got great advice but they'd be terrible in a mastermind for you starting out because they they their concepts are so high level yeah and they're building empires and they're building um really just just revenue not necessarily touching people so yeah um yeah my advice is always to to find people just you know one step ahead of you two steps ahead of you two years ahead of you uh if you want them to, to come into a, to a mastermind and, and support them as much as they can and, and you'll learn from them because as i said they've just recently done that that's really awesome thank you man that that makes a lot of sense to me and it's uh totally legit because people I mean, they're able to, so Tony Robbins, Pat Flynn, um, Gary Vee, they're able to share that information. They have a huge team. And I think a lot of the times Gary Vee says, do what I'm doing, not what I'm saying. It's really interesting, like, like how he said it, you know. And again, you got to have that bandwidth to be able to do what he's doing. And um but a lot of times we got to figure out, okay, what's the first step? What's the next step? What's the next step? And then con connecting with people who just got there a year ago or had been there for a year or two years are going to be more fresh. So really, really awesome points. Thank you so much. Well, this has been a very learning, very awesome conversation. Thank you so much. I do have a few questions for you. My Far guess. Away. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what is one hobby that you wish you got into? 
Well, I, I wish I'd got in, I wish I'd stayed into table tennis. I, I played table tennis when I was a kid and then mm. I stopped for a long, long time. And then I've yeah. recently started up in the, in the last two years. I, I think what happens is as we get out of our twenties, we, mm. we stop doing the things that we loved as a kid and, yeah. and we lose some of that, that joy and playfulness. Mm-hmm. So yes, my hobby um, should have been continue to play table tennis. Nice. Like it. Next question. What is your favorite movie or TV show? Uh, my favorite movie, it's, it's more the character than the, the movie. So mm-hmm. it's the Matrix. Um, I, I just love the thought of Neo that you could, um, and it, this isn't me, <laughs> you, think yeah, that yeah, you, yeah. Could, you could lock into you know, the, the Matrix and, 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 and figure it all out. That, that yeah. would be and interesting enough, a coach a few years ago um, mm-hmm. asked me this same question, um, who's your favorite movie character? Yeah. And, and the reason he asked it is that often it's a reflection of who you want to be or who mm. you see yourself. So that's a good question you've asked. Nice. Well, the next question you're going to like even more. What movie would you, choo- would you choose if you got to play a character in it? I got to play a character in it. Oh, man. My favorite movie of all time is is a very cult British one called Withnail and I. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's these two out of work actors that go on holiday um, in in England because they've got no money and 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 they drink a lot and and the one guy is is incredibly sarcastic and really really self centered mm-hmm. and uh, I just found the, the movie incredibly incredibly funny. So nice. um, I'd I'd play that character, although I would hate myself and everyone would hate me for it. <laughs> but I'd play it just because I, I love the film. Yeah, nice, nice. So the question came to me when I watched the movie or when I read the book, uh, Ready Player One. And in it, to solve the puzzle, you have to play the character of Matthew Broderick in War Games. And that's the puzzle. That's the game that you have to play. You got to know the enti- all the lines that Matthew Broderick says to pass that puzzle and then get that key. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but they did similar thing. In the movie, they actually picked um, uh, The Shining instead of War Games as the movie to depict and be a character in it. It's really cool. Okay. All right. Who is your favorite superhero? Uh, mine's Superman. Nice. Love it. If you were a board game, what would it be? I think I would be Connect Four. Connect Four is not a yeah. board game. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, uh, then I'm going to say Cluedo, which is the first thing that came to my head. Cluedo, or is that Ludo? No, it's Cluedo. It's a it's a it's a mystery game. It's okay. comedy from the UK. So yeah, okay. you have to figure out who murdered who. Oh, and it's so, it's known as Clue. Okay, so it's just it's Clue and North America. All right, it's a murder mystery game for three to six players. Nice and fantastic. So, Ronan, where can my audience find you? Well, they can definitely find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm Ronan Leonard. And my website, if they want to check that out, is eCountability.io. Perfect. So 
we can find Ronan as Ronan Leonard, the mastermind guy, because there's a lot of Ronan <laughs> Leonard's on, <laughs> on LinkedIn as well. Um, Ronan, this was really awesome talking to you. Thank you for the insights on mastermind groups and your story and your journey. I really uh, love the fact that you got to work on a cruise ship. That was, that was pretty exciting. Um, but overall, you know, you've, you've got, you've got some really awesome story and, and really good actionable intel that we can all take back and build our mastermind groups. Thank you so much. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show. Have a good day. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode on Hacks and Hobbies. We absolutely appreciate your contribution. You can find additional notes on hacksandhobbies.com. Please share the podcast with your friends and tell them what you learned about our guest today.